Blog Talk Radio. Back on live PSA hip hop. Y'all know the vibes already, man. Watch what's good, man. What's good, brother? You know the vibes, man. Early Saturday. How we do our shows every Saturday, man. Let's get into this watch. Revisiting albums is something that we do all the time here on hip hop. And I wanna before we get into this album, man, what's the brother's name? R. A. the rugged man? He tweeted out something. Yes. And I want to get your piggyback on something he said on Twitter. He said, in hip-hop, the legends are treated like nobodies, but in rock and roll, in rock and roll legends in rock and roll are treated way better than legends in hip-hop. And I tweeted back to him. I said, well, this is why we do a show here. What's your take on, on his tweet before oh. we get into, you know what I mean? I tweeted his tweet. One of the things I get attacked on in hip-hop is when, I, when, when we talk about and praise how much the 80s and the 90s meant to us, people say, oh, y'all old heads, y'all only think that music, right. that music, whatever, right? They're they talking a negative way. But people got to understand, when me and you were growing up, we constantly heard about the Beatles and the yep. Rolling Stones. Yep. Like, why do people praise their heroes? We constantly heard about Bing Crosby. Like, we didn't know. These yep. are the guys from the 50s. Frank Sinatra. Like, all the yep. white heroes from the past, as me and you grew Billy up. Billy Joel, Rick, Rick Springsteen, all these cats. Yeah, we yeah, knew about them. Or everyone, every one of them, me and you grew up knowing, and we never cared about their music. It wasn't our nope. stuff. But we knew white people always celebrated their well, legends and their icons. It, tell me, I got to be real, though, before you go watch. One of my favorite white groups of all time. Hall and Oates. Just want to throw that out there. But yeah, but, yeah but, but here's the thing. That was our generation. It wasn't like it was old music. Me true, and true, true, to true. Hall and Oates in real time. Like, it, it was in the 80s. We knew what was going on. I'm saying we wasn't listening to the Beatles. So why we always knew about the Beatles? Why we yeah. always knew about the Rolling yeah. the Stones? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. Who they groups mean you? Mega Death. So white, people, <laughs> white people kept them in our face. But with hip hop, uh-huh. man, y'all are quick to just just disparage the pioneers, mm-hmm. the forefathers who put out great music. Mm-hmm. All right, man. A lot of talk this week. Um, Watts, Nas Escobar, Nazi Jones. Was a 26th anniversary, 26th year anniversary of It Was Written. And yes. a lot of talk in the hip hop tables are always going to be, it's almost like Wu Tang Forever or Wu Tang Tribe Called Quest. And I say that to say this a lot of times people say, well, with Tribe, what's the best Tribe album? Was it Midnight Marauders? Was it Low in Theory? Wu Tang gets the Wu Tang Forever 36 Chambers. In fact, me and Watson, if y'all have never heard this before, I want to say two years ago probably. Um, 2018 type ish. We had did a segment on it was written versus Illmatic, and we've done an Illmatic, um, re- revised Illmatic before. If you haven't heard that, also on this channel. But a lot of people feel that this album, it was written, is better than Illmatic. To me, it's tomato tomato. You can't go wrong either way. But what's your take on when people say it was written as a better album 
than than Illmatic. I agree that it was a better album. Okay. And it's not okay. and it's not a diss to Illmatic. Illmatic is a classic masterpiece of an album. But I just is me just personally speaking, I felt mm-hmm. it was a better version of Nas who was just a better lyricist. Remember, Nas was young. This it was written mm-hmm. album we're about to talk about. He was only twenty two years old. People Word, keep forgetting about the this this classic material that's coming out in the golden era of hip hop in the in the early nineties, mid nineties. And Nas coming off the heels of a critically acclaimed album, but a commercial failure of an album. Yes. So this yes. album had very, very high expectations. Now, and I love how I'm going to stay right there and piggyback on what you just said about the word high expectations, man, because when you drop albums like this, your first album out the gate, and, and, and you know, like Watcher said, it wasn't commercially acclaimed. Same thing you can say about Reasonable Doubt. No one, like, every time you hear Jay-Z say Reasonable Doubt should have went triple, well, shit, it barely went gold. Let's be clear on that. You know what I'm saying? It didn't go gold for a while. Um, but for Nas to go from Illmatic to It Was Written and have a discussion that we're still having here in 2020, you know, which album we like more. And, and like you said, it can't go wrong. You like um, It Was Written. I will lean towards Illmatic just a tad bit, but that's not a slight on anything on Nas on both projects. But, man, let's get into this, man. And one thing I learned about this, man, Jermaine Dupree, man, tell you something, man. You was out here acting like you was too good to do a versus with the Trackmasters. And I'm listening to this project. So many Trackmasters joints that me and Watson are about to talk about. But let's get into this, Watson. Nas, The Message, produced by Trackmasters. Watson, talk to me, man. This was a set-off of all set-offs. So you got to imagine the hype for it was written. I mean, for, for yeah, for it was written. You can imagine. For me personally, it was as exciting as I could be for any album. Nas mm. did Illmatic, which is a masterpiece. Then the only two verses I, like. I heard Nas rap on was Verbal Intercourse and Eye for an Eye. That's it. That's all I heard from Nas until this album came out. That's crazy, That's right? Let that That's brief crazy. for a second. Yeah. Let that breathe for a second. How crazy is that? Really, if you think about it, if you let that breathe yeah. and think about the knowledge and what Watson just said, like, dog, we only heard eye for an eye and verbal intercourse. I feel like we're missing something on Watson. No? Um, in in '95. Yeah, you're right though. Uh, yeah, '95 though. Yeah, yeah. You got a point though. Look at it though. You got a point. So, um. So the message sets it off. And, of course, fake thug, no love, you get the slug see before gusto. So, of course, we know we're in the middle of the, 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 the subliminal. We're in the subliminal disses and, yeah. and, and outright disses. We're like in mm-hmm. the, the East Coast, West Coast beef oh, is, mm-hmm. is, is being talked real. about. It's um, real. So this, this opening line to people who were trying to find something, assumed, or would try to say Nas was subliminally going at Pac. Of course, Tupac. there's no mm-hmm. there's no proof to it, but Wait, in this but song, I think, before watch, before you go, I think a lot of people hear the word fake thug because Tupac was really going hard with the thug word. Just that word thug. So I yes. think that's what people thought. Our Nas might have been taking jabs 
had Pac right there. Right. I do believe it was. Right. That's me, though. <laughs> right. I, I do, too. But here's the thing. Pop was not the only person Nas was taking shots at in this intro. And this is what I love about it. So I beg. he also says, he also says, 20G bets, I'm winning them. Threats, I'm sending them. Lex with TV sets, the minimum. Now, I let beg. me tell you. What? <laughs> Let me tell you what me and my people didn't even stop thinking when he said that. We swore to God. Yo, this nigga's taking shots at Jay-Z from the Dead Presidents video. When Dead Presidents video, Jay-Z was in that mm-hmm. 300. And there was yes, no he was, Alexis. I said and big. I meant no whole. I keep saying big. I don't know why I keep saying big. I meant whole because he was, dog, that was a Dead Presidents disc, though. Let's call it what it is. Yes. It wasn't. Th- th- listen. But that's how we felt when we heard it. Like, this is how we were dissecting Nas's lyrics. So I'm hearing this first, this first version like, man, this is just impeccable rhyming. So to me, as a set-up song, you know, put it this way. I'll, I'll try to give you, I'll tell you, this song, this, the way this song set off, it made me feel the same exact what up gangster made me feel when I first heard it. That's how, that's how I felt. Get what you're not trying. All right. Listen, man, I think it's a dope song. Like, not like Watch This said, Fake Thug, Fake Thug, No Love. You get the slug. See, before Gusto, you love, though. I didn't know till I was drunk, though. You free cats get played out, get fucking ate out. Yo, Nas is rhyming on here, is on some next level ish, man. Let me let y'all niggas know one thing it's one life, one love, so there can only be one king. Now, that's the line I was about big. Was that the Biggie Smalls? Um, potentially, yes. Potentially, mm. yes. Potentially, yes. Hungry this is why this intro... Doing that piranha shit? <laughs> but that is why this opening salvo was so powerful. Because although Nas could always say, now I wasn't talking about nobody. Just mm-hmm. the way we dissected lyrics and listened to everything he yeah. said, so let me just tell y'all something else that people may not realize because y'all might not be old enough. If you bought this on cassette like I did, Nas put the lyrics to every song yes. On, yes. This, yep. on the cassette. Facts. Now, he wrote it too small that. so you couldn't read it. You couldn't read it. It was just written too small. There's no way you could see it. But he put the lyrics to every single song on here, which was Miss Island cool. Murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite lines on here is when he goes, a thug changes and love changes and best friends and become best strangers. Best friends become strangers. Murdy. Dogs. That line right there is it, is fire. I'm going here right now. Nas with a five mic song off the gate, Watts. With this joint, the message, man. Out the gate. Out the gate, man. Um, next song, my G. Street Dreams produced again by whom? The Trackmasters. Go ahead, brother. Very controversial song for Nas because the Trackmasters used the same beat as Pac used. So that really yeah, stirred up a lot of shit. Pac. That really, really pissed off Pac. This little nigga Nas want to live my he life. Live like me. You know what I'm saying? He was convinced Nas wanted to be him. Um, So Street Dreams, just... On some now, let's just talk about it just from a rhyming aspect. Dope rhymes, just yes. 
Like one of the, one of the things about this album that you realize is that the reason why this is one of my favorite not this is my favorite Nas album is that Nas on every song that wasn't a collaboration he he mm. gave you three verses like he gave you yeah, like a drinks. verse a chorus on a, a lot verse, of drinks, a chorus, that's right. He did that on a lot of songs. A so lot. He did a lot of rapping from Nas. Like when we say, when people say Nas is going to be difficult to beat in a, um, and when I say that in the verses or that why he gets so much praise as an MC, because he's really rapping, rapping. He doesn't shortchange you with the lyrics. You're going to hear a no. lot of rapping. Delaware with one change of gear, like. Fresh face, my plate's got a crooked eye for the Jakes. Like, <laughs> Nas, man, drug talk, three verses. Like, Watson just talked about three verses by Nas. You know how ill it is for you to be able to write three verses? Y'all, they do not do this that much in this era. In in in, in 96, for Nas to go on his second album and to go verse, hook, verse, hook, verse, that's, that's ridiculous to have three verses that are dope. And one thing I learned about Nas through this whole listening thing um, session here of it was written that a lot of his best verses was his third verse, in my opinion, as we talk about these joints, though. But I wasn't the biggest fan of Street Dreams. I'm not saying it was whack, not at all. I'm not even putting it in the one time for your mind type of talk. But I wasn't a big fan of it, and I didn't like the video at all. But Street Dreams is a dope song. Let's not get that twisted. Um, next song, song watch. Ah, I gave you power, man. Talk to me, man. This song is arguably Nas's greatest song outside of Illmatic. If yes. people want to say what is their best song on this album, mm-hmm. this could be the song people go to, and I will not argue with you because this song is phenomenal. It's it's a genius song. First of all, it's Primo with an amazing five mic beat. It's Nas rapping from the standpoint of a gun. He's not rapping as a human. He's rapping from the standpoint. So this this is a what word what word am I looking for to describe what kind of song this is? Um, this is a very creative song. I would say, watch, it's creative. Okay, okay, fine. Painting a picture. A very, a very creative song. About if a gun could talk, this is the reality that a gun sees. And Nas painted that picture vividly. This is an action. This is a storytelling song. Now, yes. what you say? Yes. It's a creative storytelling yep. song. It is a five mic undisputed song. It's, it's one of fact. Nas's greatest songs. It's one of DJ Premier's greatest collaborations. He tried to. Do a win, a, a super fly snicker from the top rope with the elbow on the river yes. by playing this song last. Because he knew <laughs> what River played was not better than this. And I no. Gave You Power is just, just it's it's phenomenal. Um, I have a lot to say, man, about this song, brother. Um, this is one of my favorite Nas songs, not even just off it was written. Just in life, period. Now, let me dig my hip-hop brain right quick for the people that would say, hum, I don't know, Organized Confusion? Didn't they go this route before? Farrell March did. Farrell March, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, just want to throw that out there and give Pharaoh his respect. I think me and Watson are the only people out here that really give Pharaoh much. I'm not saying Nas bit off of Pharaoh, but Pharaoh did do that first. But neither here nor there. Um, like Watson said, man, I think it's one of the most realest, creative songs. I'm going to say in hip-hop history, in my opinion. I mean, you talk about painting a picture about a gun. I see some cold nights and bloody days. They grab me in bullet spray. They used me wrong. So I sing this song till it's day. That, yo, my guy. Yo, Nas. 17 precisely, one in the head. They call me Desert Eagle. Send me auto with lead. I'm seven inches, four pounds. Been through so many. We said some, um, Ohio, Little Rock, to Canarsie, Little Rock. Yo, Nas was on here. And I love the hook, Watts. I love the hook, man. How you like me now? I go blah. It's the shit that move crowds. Making every ghetto foul. I might have took your first child, scarred your life. What? That nigga Nas, three verses. Three verses. The nigga said, my abdomen is the clip. The barrel is my dick. Uncircumcised. Put my skin back. It cut me a bus off when they unlocked me. Yo, Nas, this is one of your greatest songs, in, in my opinion. My creation was for blacks to kill blacks. It's gas like me to accidentally go off making niggas memories. Come on, son. Five mic song by this, Nas, this, man. This, 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 the, 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 the lyricism on this. His delivery, his flow, my creation was for blacks to kill blacks. Just the way he rhymed it. Yes. I mean, you want to yes. say Word he was when he did this song. And 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 I'm gonna just say this, man. It does not escape me that Nas was a twenty was 22 when he did this. Like like that yeah, that's crazy to me, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, when he said I didn't budge, sick of the blood, sick of the thug, sick of the wrath of the next man's grudge. What? Just because oh, that, that that whole breakdown is one of the great all-time breakdowns in rapping history. Wow, man. Um, next song, Watts. Watch them Negroes featuring Fox, Boogie Brown, Wait for it, Jermaine Dupree, produced by the Trackmasters. Go ahead, Watts. Now, this is a smooth, mellow song with effortless, phenomenal lyricism. Mm-hmm. Now, um, on Twitter, people asked Crooked Eye because it was Nas' anniversary. They said, what's your favorite mm-hmm. song on It Was Written? And he said, watch them niggas. So wow. I said, wow, that's what he said? So when I went back to listen to it, I completely understand why an MC and a lyricist of his caliber would say that. This is a lyricist song. The whole album is a lyricist song, by the way. So literally, you could pick and choose what's your favorite Nas song. And to me, you can't go wrong. This is a song of three verses. Again. Again. High-level rapping. One thing you said that I'm going to pick, piggyback on. Nas' third verse was incredible. <laughs> Nas' third verse. Nas' third verse. Let me tell you what's so crazy. Nas is spinning fire first and second verses. And then he turns it up a notch for them third verses. The body bag. It'd be the body bag. Third, third round. So, third yes. verse body bags. From yes, Nas. Yes, absolutely. Um, Listen, man. Dope song, love this song. Nas and Foxy you got Foxy on the hook. When you listen to this song, man, it feels like some old cruising type of music, man. CD cranking down ninety on the Franklin D Roosevelt, no seatbelt drinking and thinking like this is like a hustler's theme type of song. When you listen to Nas rap on here to me, man. 
Um, shout out to Crooked Eye, man, for him saying that, you know, one of his best songs on, on, on here is Watch the Niggas, man. You know what I mean? Um, next song, Watch. Take It in Blood. Talk to me, man. So now we're going to go to a song which fluctuates as my favorite song on the album. I'm not mad at that. Because I have I have different favorite songs. Since we're only up to this, I go through periods where I gave you power, and then I mm-hmm. go through really heavy, heavy moments where it's Take It In Blood. I feel Take It In Blood is Nas really giving me lyrical miracle spiritual rap. Like I think it's I think it's really the rapidy rapidy hip hop on this. Um I never brag how will I keep it because it's the best secret. I rock the best prestigious Cuban link flooded Jesus and Alex watching Kathleen and Regis. My actions are ones with the season. A text reason executioner. When a time I rock a fuck yo, this that's just the first verse. That's just the Nas, first I said to Nas and Alex. Nas and Alex watching Kathy Lee and Regis. Okay, Nas. I guess. Kathy Lee Griffin and Regis for a bit. I guess, Nas. I feel you watch, though. But go ahead, though. Because remember, that era was, it was a real big deal to have TVs in your headrest. That was a big yeah, that's a fact. deal. That's a fact. That, that was a, big a deal. sign of, I'm doing it. So the whole, you know, um, mm. I think the lyricism on this song is it's just one of my it's one of my all-time favorite Nas songs. Like put it this way, let me let me tell you how much I like this song. I like this song and this is going to throw you off. I like this song better than Nas is like. Yeah, you threw me off for that. I'm not mad at that. I know. Uh, I know that cuz I really want you to understand. I really want you to understand. Yikes how much I love this one. I think Nas is dumbing out. I he is dumbing out. Don't he know. is dumbing out. I think this song is so ill, Nas don't know how ill this is. I think it's so <laughs> ill, he don't know that this song is like, like he don't even understand. I will, I will, I'm so hyped on this song. I will tell Nas, Nas, you don't even realize this is one of your greatest songs ever. That's how, that's how much wow. I love this song. I would say this is one of my this is my second favorite joint on the album after I get power I give you power. Um, Hip hop got me on some old spraying shots like a drum roll. This be the drama. I pour like a comma in a sentence. Paragraphs indented like I love talking that paragraphs talking whatever. Um, like I said, man, Nas again with three verses. Let's not let's not forget that with three verses on this joint. It's the killer in me slash drug dealer MC. What? We said rough holes, the crack out pussies and buttholes, bring the D's and the D's roll. Like, oh, my God, man. Five Mike song, in my opinion. Five Mike song by Nas Escobar, Ticket in Blood. Um, next song, watch Nas is Coming, featuring Dr. Dre. Talk to me, man. So before this album, one of the big deals that was made was, is Dr. Dre going to be on this. Uh, Dr. Dre has a beat on this album. So this is the first time you hear Dr. Dre with Nas. And Dr. Dre on the intro says, we're going to kill all this East Coast, West Coast BS. Mm-hmm. Now, it might have thrown people off because they never heard him on a laid back, smooth beat like the beat Dre gave him. But the one thing you can tell, Nas had so much respect for Dre 
that he pushed the pen and and just spazzed out. This song to me is a genius song. I think it's lyrically uh, Nas rapping to to prove to everybody how ill he is. I think if he wanted to prove a point that I'm I'm the best MC in hip hop, this is a song you can go to just off of pure lyricism on how he dropped it. Um, this is to me this is a great great Nas song. It's a song that people don't look at as one of Dre's great beats when you compare That's it to like Deep Cover and other stuff. Like no one will put this as one of Dre's greatest beats. But to me, you didn't get Dre's greatest beat, but you damn sure got Nas giving you some of his greatest lyrics. My shit bump in the courtroom drunk. Yo, every time, every time it gets to that part, I'm like, man, this is fucking rhyme. Yeah, Biggie, that's what you say. You heard it. You want to, I'll tell you two people. I'm going to tell you two people who heard this album, and they was like, damn. Tupac Shakur and Christopher Wallace. They heard this album <clears throat> and was like, damn. Um, I find it interesting that Nas saying in the intro, watch the Dr. Dre, I'm tired of niggas stealing beats. Niggas is stealing your technique. Isn't that what people said about Dr. Dre, you know, him taking people beats and, and acting like it was his? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't kill me, West Coast niggas. I'm just saying. It's 2020 when I hear him say, in 96, that line didn't hit hard for me, hearing that intro before. But now in 2020, I got to revisit my hip-hop, hip-hop thinking here, like, yo, fam, am I bucking watch? <laughs> Isn't that what people say about Dr. Trey? When, when the intro, I'm tired of niggas talking about stealing beats and niggas thinking, stealing your technique. When Nas is saying that to Dr. Dre and people that have said this about Dr. Trey, neither here nor there. I'll say this. I personally think it's a dope beat by Dr. Dre. I knew some cats watch who did not like the song. I gotta be I knew cats who didn't I didn't have a problem with this song too much. But I know cats who didn't like it too much. I would say this in ninety six, the height of the East Coast, West Coast beat said Nas and Dre connect. It was a beautiful thing. And obviously after this, a year fast forward, a year later, watch what do we get the firm, right? The next year. We get the firm album, so you know. I listen, three verses again. I, I hate to be the dead horse. We're talking about three verses again from Nas Escobar. Um, the clout, murder, material, serial, scratched out. My name's passed out like it's something. Just hearing Nas say the clout word was kind of funny, man. But yeah, Nas is coming, man. Um, next song, watch. <laughs> Affirmative action featuring A Z, Carl Banker, and Nas and Fox Books. Fucking cousin. I think this is an incredible, amazing beat. I think that everybody got busy. I love the way AZ sets it off. I mean, I, not like love. I love the way AZ sets it off. Um, I think this is a fire beat. I think the production is crazy. Once again, this is a track masters special. Um, posse cut, dope collaboration cut. I think Nas spazzed out on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Nas was not getting outshined on this album by anybody. People were just great with him, but just like we're not going to say uh-huh. somebody got Nas up out of here on no song. Let me ask you a question um, before you continue. Yeah. Before you continue, watch. Let me ask you a question. You know, what I mean, you love. We always love talking about 
fire collaborations and dope posse joints with posse cuts? Is this at the table with scenario, um, headbanger, banned from TV, blackout? Is affirmative action sitting at the table when we talk about dope posse cuts? I don't think it is. Though. I don't think it gets the love. If people feel that way, I don't feel they give it that, that the just do that, that, that it should it get. Doesn't. And it, like, it doesn't. It doesn't. I like Beach from the East. I like Beach from the East more than this. So here's the thing. This is a dope posse cut, but it's not as good as the ones you named. But I will name one that sits at the table with all the songs you said. I for nine sits at the table with headbangers yes, and band from TV. So Nas has collaborations that are all time. This Verbal is intercourse. a dope posse cut. This this is a dope, <laughs> you said it right there. Verbal intercourse. Mm. He has those. Um it, it, no, I like verbal intercourse better than this. I like uh I for nine better than this. But that has Me too. but that's just judging excellence against something that's dope and banging. This is a dope banging song. It's not fast forward material for me. I remember listening to it being very excited because I liked having Nas and AZ together. And I didn't hear them together. I heard them on Life's a Bitch and, and what? I ain't hear him again. It. I heard him on More Murder. More, okay, there you got it. More Money, More Murder. Yeah, More Money, More Murder. Do anything? Yeah. Did Nas do anything in 95? Yeah. He was on AZ no, album. Yeah. That's yeah, what he, he was. was. He was on AZ album, Though It Die. So those are, those are the albums he was on. Ray, AZ, and Mob Deep in, 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 uh, in 95. So those, that's what we heard of him before. Uh, thing. Now let's get to the controversial Foxy Brown verse. <laughs> I, will let, I will let you take the floor for that. Hold on. All right. Before I go to Fox, I, must, I agree with everything you said about AZ. I thought AZ... Set this off with phone delivery, man. That man always has it there. Um, between me and Watts, he is the AZ guy of the crew here. I like AZ. He loves AZ way more than I do. That's not me defecating on AZ, guys. I'm more of a nature guy. I know I get the hate mail. When I, anytime I bring up nature's name, AZ, y'all hate on me. Hey, I like nature more than Cormac. Kill me again. Um, but I would say, man, make a second verse. To me, not being the biggest mega fan, and I can see some common boy right now talking about, yo, three, yo, watch. What's it on the Testament? You never have the Testament album, right? Is that what it's called? The Realness? No. The Realness. The Realness. You know, some people got that as a classic album, right? Yes. Like five mics? Me personally, I I don't. Me personally, I don't. But I did like um, Mega's verse on here. You're the smallest killer since Bugs be. Bitches love me in Queens where my drugs be. I wear guest jeans and rugby's. I love that, man. Um, like you said, man, Nas did not get outside on this joint. I'm sorry, man. And now the project is talking that somebody got to die shit. It's logic. As long as somebody that's in my clique, that ends up being a sample for somebody. Watch who? It's logic. As long as somebody that's in my can- clique. Cannabis freestyle yes. on Tony Touch. Yes. Cannabis freestyle on Tony Touch. <laughs> Word, factuals. Um, life's a bitch, but God forbid the life's a bitch, but God forbid the bitch divorced me. Ah now we go to Foxy. I thought Foxy was doing real good with her verse watch. Until she went into her thirty two grams bag, flipping keys talk, subtracting eight by this and all that, yo fam. Come on, B. What happened after where the Foxy the drug talk, I need to know when Nas, Mega, and all these niggas in Queensbridge heard that jungle 
Wait, horse, whoever was in the in this lab when this joint was being composed. Shouldn't AZ, Mega, or Nas say that more than Foxy, though? If she, they're going to go on the drug talk, Grams talk? Listen, she delivered it well. That's all I can say. She did, though. She, she delivered did. She did. it she did. well. She did. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact, though. I ain't going to hold you, though. All right, man. Uh, next song, watch. Yeah, man. The setup produced by Wait For It, H-A-V-O-C. Yeah, man. So let me tell you what I was thinking about. I realized that Nas shines on Habit Production. My man, like, I go, I've been saying for years, I've been saying for years, I wanted Nas to have a whole album produced by Havoc. I know people say Primo, Havoc. Let me, let me just say this. Nas, with the production of, of Havoc in the 90s, would give us, <laughs> I don't know what he would give us because every song he did with Mob Deep or Havoc in the 90s was a five-mic song. Was it brought the best out in Nas. Havoc's hook is a fire hook. You know, right. the fact that you interviewed Havoc and told him and gave him his flowers, man, this man really needs to know how dope he is. Because he got two joints on this album, and them two joints is off the chains. Yes. This yes. is one of them. He got Nas attacking this, like hype. Like Nas is in the booth hype on this song. You know what I'm saying? I like the beat. I like the way Nas is riding the beat, man. This is a dope-ass song, man. Dope-ass song. One of my faves, man. I get hype off of this song. Them niggas sour. They put too much flour in their coke and got the nerve to wonder why they broke. Man, this is a very gritty New York sound, man. Havoc on the hook. Wordplay at its finest by Nas. Wait for it. Storytelling, Nas. Yeah, we want to go to the storytelling bag, Nas. Yo, throughout this album, man, Nas storytelling. It's not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even going to play Nas like that. If you know, you know. I'm not going to sit up and act like, oh, you guys don't know that. I'm not going to insult the listeners' ear. So I play act like y'all know. I, I, but I would say that, though. Yeah. I would say that. Because Nas has a very, <laughs> he's a very polarizing hip-hop figure. Like, think, yes. think about how Nas is looked at. Nas is looked at as someone, when he first came out, as the second coming of Rakim. And then there were people who yes, say under no circumstances, well, he'd never be better than Rakim. No, I understand that, mm-hmm. but I'm just talking about the way his greatness was. Right, you know right, right, right. The way he was celebrated as, you know, the second coming of Rakim, and people stood firm, that will never happen. So they're never going to let him be greater than Rakim. Then he no, gets caught up in the all. middle of, then he gets caught up in the middle of Big and Pac. Right after he gets caught up in the middle of Big and Pac, he gets caught up with Jay-Z. So Nas has yes. always had this polarizing, controversial look at him on how he's judged. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, when, I, when you want to say Nas' a storytelling ability is second to none, you can't say that because people act like they don't know that. They, they really if you don't know that, man, you're bugging, man. I'm telling Nas you that, is one of the greatest storytellers of all time, man. Like, and here's another real. thing. And here's Top another five. Thing. Because his body of work. Let me get back to R.A. the Rugged Man. R.A. the Rugged Man says, yo, we don't celebrate our heroes. Nas has a, think about this, a 30-year track record. I'm giving him an extra year. Let me say 
29. We go back right. to 1991 with him when we first heard Jesus. him. So that's the entire decade of the 90s. And and people, and, and you know you know how many eras of hip-hop he's bridged? Whoever became the top rapper of the eras of the generation, they always try to put that guy over Nas and just diss Nas's history. Man, Nas is a goat. No, nah, we I'm can't do that. We can't diss Nas. We cannot diss Nas' history, man. Listen, man. Storytelling joint by Nas painted a dope picture of these shiesty ass chicks that will set you up. That's why the song is called Set You Up. I'm going to go here also. This beat is very hell on earthish. And of course, it is Watts. Nas, it was written and Hell on Earth both dropped in 96. So there you have it. Um, yeah, man, it's set up, man. Um, next song, Watts. Black Girl Lost, produced by LES, man. Talk to me. This is another great, great song. And let me be honest. This is a song that had to grow on me. But the reason why it grew on me is because, remember, I'm, I'm from the cassette tape era. I don't have this on CD. I mean, of course, I got it on digital now. But in that time, I didn't have it on CD. So I used to always just let the cassette tape straight up and down. There was no one time for your mind on this album. So I wasn't fast-forwarding nothing. Nothing. Right. This song, Nas, I mean, this this is a song that Nas has mad quotable when he's talking about women. Like, yes, Nas can really yes. talk about women. Like, mm-hmm. do, do, do people give Nas credit for how ill he can talk about women? So your man from rap genius, Rob Markman, fabulous in 2015, <laughs> was doing his Monday Night oh, Mixing. Oh, like Fab, and one Fab of had a nice version of this. Yeah. And and one of the freestyles Fab did was Fab rapped over Black Girls Lost. So when Fab put that freestyle out on Twitter, everybody was like, oh, man, yo, this song crazy, Fab, this, that. Bob Walkman, like, I didn't like Black Girl Lost before, but now after listening to how Fab rapped on it, I got to go back and check it out. Come on, on, fams. Okay. This is a great song, man. Nas, Nas, once again, flow and delivery, top-notch lyricism. Uh, this is just a phenomenal song, talking about women. You know what I'm saying? Let me say this, man. This song is very relevant to this day, Watts. You know, in the times of hip-hop, we always talk about, well, our songs, you know, did the song age well, so to speak? Um, you can say this song aged very well. I used to play this around women all the time. I'm gonna keep it real, <laughs> and I wish some females would would have to listen to this song at least once a week in their playlist. I'm gonna keep it real. And shout out to JoJo from Jodeci for having some vocals on, on this on this joint, also, man. Um, next song, watch Suspect, produced by Elias, man. So, if you want to know why this album gets so much hate from people who swear they know hip-hop. That is just a joke to me. Or, you know, there's no P-Rock, there's no Lost Professor, only one Primo beat. And you want, so you wanted the production of Illmatic, and you didn't get that. So it infuriated fake (laughs) hip-hop purists. Fake, okay? But the one... MC who was producing on Elmatic and got love on this album 
was L.E.S. So this is another L.E.S. production bag, and this is Nas. Now, let me ask you this. Is this Nas? Is this storytelling Nas? Is this another storytelling Nas? This is storytelling Nas. And let me say this. This is the most slept-on joint, in my opinion, Watts, when it was written. The most slept-on joint. Okay. Okay. Wait for it. No, no, I'm listening. Three verses again, Nas. Three <laughs> verses again. Spread my name to deacons, politicians while they're speaking. Rebel to America, civilization, court to sleep. But yo, Nas, be rapping, man. That brother be rapping. I think Suspect is a song where everybody talks about one of their favorite joints when it was written. This might be the song that I don't think gets enough praise, in my opinion. This is, you know I, I mean? agree. This is the song. This is the song that people Euro step over. Yes, yes, they do. This, I would is, agree the, with that. this is the Euro step song over. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> next song, Watts. Shootouts, produced by Wait for It, Jermaine Dupree, Trackmasters. Okay, man. So, remember when I said earlier in the show, I said, I go through phases on what's my favorite yes. song. It's one of them. It'll be. <laughs> I gave I gave you power. It'll be um, take it in blood. Take it in blood. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? Shootout is absolutely one of yes. my favorite songs on this album. Yep. And yep. when I tell you, like you, you know, how you just said, "Yo, Nas be rapping, rapping." Yep. This is a song where he Love be drink. rapping, rapping. Listen, just just think about the way he sets it off. It's one of the great to me. It's one of the all time great set off. Release within me, besides the henny, it's eyes that seem plenty. Things get skinny as if Queens was a Craig Jenny. Instead of diet plans, it's crack 200 grand. Man, that is so, that is so ill. That set off is ill. I'm just trying to wonder, you, do, you guys do realize, the way Nas was rapping in 1996, it goes bar for bar with anything you listen to right now that you think is so That's a fact. amazing. Like, That's whatever a fact. you think is like, like, whoever you listen to right now in 2020, you're like, yo, this is some ill lyricist, man. You gotta hear this. I'm telling you, I will feel very comfortable playing the way Nas was rapping 26 years ago on Shootout and go bar for bar with you. This is one of I agree with that. Nothing but I quotable, agree with everything. Nothing but phenomenal flow on this. Come on, man. I love this song. I love this joint. It's, I, I agree with everything you said, man. Everything you said, A-plus, man. I love this joint, even though, you know, I hate to be this guy, but, you know, the Clue version with Nature rapping on here. I'm just being that guy. I'm sorry. I, I love the Nature version on the Clue tape with Nas and Nature. But check Tanisha, Fat Ass, Real Fly, The Blonde Season. Like, come on, man. Wait for it, Watts. Storytelling by Nas again. Yes, the storytelling by Nas. Rock the same gear daily like a soldier in my squadron? Damn. She do be looking weaker. We said, she do be looking weaker now. Her teeth are foul, speaking loud. People start in and out, reef a cloud. Like, ah! Yo, five, I ain't gonna lie, man. Nas is going off on shootouts, fam. Going off. Let me ask you something. What did you feel when you heard him say, still on the streets with my peeps so deep, we threw a block party for my man going up creek to do his two to four. Ah. Nigga show love from all around the board. Like, like the way he was breaking Dogs, his I lived that life. I lived that Come life on. where we was giving, <laughs> he was giving your mans, uh, he's going, he's about to do a bid. 
about to go upstate and shit, and niggas is throwing a party, you know, bottles out, and niggas rolling up chocolate. Yeah, I've been through that. I've been through now, that my young years. Yeah. thing I'm going to ask you. What, what are you... Why are we not talking about Nas's hook game? Shootout to similar to the Wild West. Boy, they like... On this whole album. Why are we not acknowledging this? I agree with you on the hooks on it. Like, Nas hooks on on these joints are fire, man. Fire, B. Duck um, behind trees, dodge and weave. Like my man, the way <laughs> This song, man, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, man. When y'all want to know why is this my favorite Nas album, man, man, this is you hearing it. You hearing it. You hearing it. Mm. This, let me just say this um, again. There is no wrong mm. answer. If it was written, if, if Illmatic is your favorite Nas album of all time, I will not judge you on it because I can't. It's that great. I just feel right. there's more Nas. There's more Nas. That's, that's, that's the only reason why I gave this better. It's more Nas. It's just more dope songs to listen to. That's it. Not that he's, you know, so just need to say that. Next song, watch. Live Nigga Rap featuring Mob Deep produced again, like we said earlier, two joints. My man H to the AVOC gets on here, man. Talk to me, man. Live Nigga Rap. R.I.P. Prodigy, man. Talk to me. Now, let me just say this. R.I.P. Prodigy. Prodigy had the worst verse on this. And that's not a diss. That's a fact, though. It's in my notes. Yeah. I heard he did. He did. He did. You set it off, and it was dope. There's he bodied that shit. He did, though. He did. He bodied that shit. He did. When he, he came did. in. He did. You know what I'm saying? Like, come but on, see, man. See, that's what, see, that's what you always talk about. In hip-hop history, right, P gets mad love. As, you, as Y'all know how much I love P over here, man. Um, You and I always have a conversation, or people always act like Prodigy washed havoc on, on verses, which is not true. I don't subscribe to that. Prodigy washed havoc on mad joints. No, not at all. Which is not um, true. Which is not true. This is not true. But havoc get beat out the paint on this one. He did. On he didn't get knocked out. He got beat out. out the paint. He didn't get knocked out. He didn't get knocked out. He got beat off. He got beat out the paint. And then your boy Esco. MVP. MVP. I carry big wavy head, chip teeth. Up in this bitch, these Queens murder clicks me. Yellow taste of black gates, Mediterranean projects is like dogs. Dogs. That is five mics. What you just spit right there, fam? Five mic lyrics. I'm so sorry, let me explain to y'all. I'm sorry, half. That's cool, so man. So let me tell you why. When that nigga said projects is like Kuwait, y'all gotta remember when this album came. This album came out in 1996. Remember, United States had just invaded Iraq and Saddam Hussein. And there was yeah. war out there. So when that nigga said projects like Kuwait, you're like, damn. What the, what, what's going on in your projects? Because there was a war zone out there. Woo! Nice. Yeah, man. By the way, there are hip-hop quotables off of Nas's verse on this. This could have easily oh, yeah, been the verse of the month. We didn't even go into that bag, source verse of the month. We, there was so many. Could have they could have got that. This is one of them that could have been an easy verse of the month. Listen, man, Prodigy sets it off. I love P. You know, even shouted out Nori on here at the time. Um, I did like when P said gem stars. He said gem stars, razor sharp, like Gillette, shaving closely on any character approaching me. I love all that. I thought, first of all, can we give Havoc his respect due? 
on production once again on this project first off. Like, let's get have it. This, boy, this, this goddamn respect, man. Fire beat you, on here, man. On pro- you, you, you mean Hell on Earth Havoc? Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Hell on that's Earth a super Havoc fact. Is, is, is the most different Horror, producer grain, that y'all going to ever Yeah. The most great, Hell on Earth Havoc is the most grittiest, grimiest, darkest producer yeah. that hip-hop has Horrific. <laughs> it's okay. like a horrific horror sound. You know what I mean? Like a grin. No, nothing about um, his production was for the radio. Nothing was for the radio. It was nothing for no. you to play, to get the barbecue no. started, to get the party lit. It was just mm-hmm. raw, uncut, gritty, grimy hip-hop. Yeah, he gave them all And this the is why Havoc song. will always be, this is why Havoc will always be in my top five most definitely. I could say three, but I'm going to go five. Just for shits and giggles, he's definitely in my top five of all time. I'm just going to throw For me, Havoc will always be my, my one of my favorite producers of all time. Um, next song, Watts. Oh, boy. The song that got Nas out of here, If I Rule the World, featuring Lauren Hill, Miss Fuji's 96 off the score, Lauren Hill, produced by Wait For It Again, Jermaine Dupree, the Trackmasters. Talk to me, man. <sighs> it's like... Paradise like relaxing. Black Latinos and Anglo Saxon. Armani exchange the reins. Cash. Los Travis Shabazz. Free at last. Brand new way we crashed and we in the illa path. Come on, man. Yo, first of all, one of the great things, now this is what's so great. Nas was, everyone knew this is a great, great MC. We have to do something to make his music translate to a more commercial audience where they want to hear a dude who's very lyrical, but it's, you're comfortable to hear it on the radio. It was genius for Columbia Records to take their unquestioned biggest acts. can be made that the biggest act in hip-hop in 1996 was the Fugees because yes, they were that big. They were a Definitely. huge, huge group. Definitely. Then they took who became the biggest star out the Fuji's superstar Lauren Hill put her on the hook and her and Nas collaborated and boom. This is what took Nas from the basement to 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 everybody knows Mainstream America. Yeah, to mainstream America, big time. That's that's right. Because because when he listen, I know y'all don't want to hear this. Fuji's was way bigger than Nas at this time. Like, yeah, that's a fact, though. Way bigger than Nas. Niggas can't even dispute that, though, son. Niggas can't dispute that, though. Come on, man. That's not I even, know, if you know, you know. You know, people don't look at, you know, when people think of the Fuji's, they will never in a hip-hop conversation. Nah, son, we're not Fugees doing that, man. Nas. They sold records, records, B. Not, no, 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 not Hove, no, not, not Jay-Z and Nas. No, it was the Fuji's. Let's be clear on that. For real, no, like, no, ass, no doubt. And they, and they got and Lauren Hill was on a run that was insane, like an insane run. So this song was a perfect blend because it worked. Nas did not sacrifice his lyricism at no. all. No. And man, once Hot oh. Ninety Seven grabbed this song, they never let it, it go. It was a rap. Um. Like I said in the beginning, man, this song got Nas out of here, man. I can go here also. This is one of the biggest songs in 1996. I'm going to go. It's not jumping out the window. It is what it is. 
Imagine smoking weed in the streets without cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. This song will never die. Well, I said that, you know, High 97 never let this song go. I'll piggyback on what my brother just said, and, and I'll say this song will never die. It just, it will never die. You know, we talk about children's story. They still getting played. Salt and Pepper, Push It song, very popular. Like, this, this is raw bass, you know, shit like that. This is one of them joints right here. I mean, like, not Watson said, Nas and not sacrifice or not stay, he still stayed, kept it, kept it on, a, on a ill rhymes and the ill lyricism on this joint, even, you know what I mean? Um, this is one of the songs that would be very difficult to beat in a versus battle because the nostalgia, like it hits every yes. chord. Yes. Women know this song. Women love yes. Lauren Hill. So this song means a lot to them. And then Nas, like, 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 like was said earlier, Nas did not sacrifice one ounce of lyricism. No. Not once. He didn't say, let me, let me slow it down for you so you don't do it. He was still rapping the way he yep. rapped. It's just that they did it on a very popular, friendly song. If I ruled the world, I love them, love them, baby. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you had Lauren Hill. So to me, this was brilliant on the track master's part. Jermaine Dupree, no disrespect. It's really difficult for you to talk ish about the track masters when yeah, this, one of, this album is on their resume. It's, it's, it's hard to, man. You know, message, shoot yeah, out, yeah. like, these are their songs. Yeah. yeah. Once again, once again, Nas gave us three ill verses. Let's never, let's not forget that. I got to make sure I like Okay, so I want, Nas I want to say this about Nas. Verses, I, I want to say this about Nas giving three verses. To me, this is the testament of what makes an MC a dope MC. During this time, you had to, like, you, you couldn't hide from rap. You couldn't give one nope. verse and then have your mans on one, two, three songs, and, and it's a rap. Nah, nah, those are compilation albums. This was Nas. And let me tell you something. This is the album that solidified Nas is why he would be the one who would be viewed as, as the MC. I mean, yeah, Biggie himself said it. Your reign on the top was short like leprechaun. Short like Hot. leprechaun. Now this yeah. nigga Nas want to live my life. He gets into a verbal war with Jay-Z. These are three of the most iconic MCs in rap history. Mm -hmm. What do they all have mm -hmm. in common? They go in that mm -hmm. Nas. Mind you, they're all alive. Yeah. They go in at Nas because no one can listen to Nas who's listened to hip-hop and not think, this is one of the dopest dudes I've ever heard. Rizzo makes that clear. The Wu-Tang love Nas. Like, they yep. loved him, and they was a raw, grimy, gritty dude. They loved him, man. There was living, yep. you know. Damn. Um, I'm gonna go ahead also watch the bonus joint because if you bought the tape, you're able to get the bonus joint. Um, uh, Silent Murder. So let me just say, I would never consider Silent Murder a bonus joint, ever. I mean, neither. Because because, oh, I, I, I wish you. I'm just letting you know what they what they consider. I, I, I a bonus track. Tape. It is not a bonus track. So when the CD guys be like, oh, y'all got that bonus cut, Salamander right, bonus right. cut. This is 1996, man. All I buy is mixtapes <laughs> and albums. Like, what do you mean bonus? Right. This, is, I, this is how I get my hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Silent Murder. Guess what? Three verses. Yeah. Three. Again. Yeah. Again. With Nas just showcasing the fact that he can rap and rap real good. For whatever the reason is, this is an album that is polarizing to people. Hove told y'all, 
that's a one hot album every ten year average. Yeah, I that, mean, wasn't, that wasn't right. That, he slipped over this. When Cameron told Angie Martinez, I don't listen to Nas. I don't like him. The only album I like from him was Illmatic. He said that. You can listen to the video on YouTube. She asked Cam, do you like Nas? Did you ever like his music? And he was like, nah, I only liked him with Illmatic. So this is why Cam I always Ron say Nas. I don't listen you to rap know. niggas. That's why I said I don't like rap niggas' takes. When it comes to hip hop, because it don't be real. Can't I don't like rap niggas take. You don't like music. It did, man. Stop. We're not so, doing that. It's like silent murder. I had blunts like Ray Mercer, the violent words of a prince in the planet of Persia. Who's rapping like that in '96, man? Nas is. I would tell you, Nas is, man. Watch. Nas is. How many mics? Nas is. This is five mics. Without a question. Without a shadow of a doubt, right? It's like not even Nas like dropped. you don't even question it. Nas dropped. <laughs> you don't even question it. Nas dropped. Nas dropped back to back five mic albums. Like so. So what's the criticism that this album received? They think Nas went the commercial route because he wanted to reach and he wanted to appeal to a wider audience. So let's say you're right. He got the track masters who gave him beats that were radio ready and radio friendly. Okay, so let's say that's accurate, right? But what about the rhymes? What about how yeah, rhymes are impeccable, man. On these songs. Folks, rhymes. He, he did not sacrifice his lyricism for this. At all. He did not keep his flow. He tried to adapt to what he thought he had to, how he had to sound. Lyrical. Yep. So this is one of the albums where I'm going to be, and this is how I feel. Fake Nas fans be like, I don't like this album. It's too commercial. I don't know how. You fake me. That's crazy. That's crazy. I got five. I got this is a five mic album. This is not a four and a half. We're not even having that kind of stupid conversation. This is a certified classic album by Nas. I mean, to go back to back with five mics, Raekwon can't do that. Sorry, Ray. Snoop can't do that. Sorry, Snoop. It is what it is. Nas did it too. Not even Hov did that. Because as much as I love Reasonable Doubt, I'm not going to say his second album was five mics. Hov didn't do either. No, no. I say Biggie and Nas did that. I'll get Big and Nas. Big, definitely that. Did I don't think Red Man did it. I much as I look, ah. we'll talk about this. We'll talk about what the album one day. We'll get into that kind of conversation. All right, man. That's what it is, man. Nas Escobar. It was written, man. Classic, man. Talk a little bit about before we close it out here, man. I want to get your take on this because a lot of conversations about the. Verses and everything, and if you didn't listen to me and Watson talk about Fab and Jada Kiss, we already been that route already. I put on social media recently, watch that I would love to see Styles P versus Beanie Siegel in a face-off. I don't know why those two names came to my mind, but I just feel they mesh very well together. And what I'm learning about the verses, and I don't know if Swizz and Timbo are paying attention, watch. They're going to have to keep this format where individuals are in the same room. How do you feel about that? Do you think guys should be in the same room when they're doing these verses? It just well, sounds better. It, 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 it just works because the sound quality is better. Right. The sound right. quality is better. And when you have the DJ there playing the music, um, it's, just, it's just a more professional setting. So to me, I think it's commercializing the verses, but they, they're only doing it because they want to give you better quality. Because, you know, everybody's internet service is different. So when you be having it, people, you know, it'd be sounding crazy. Mm-hmm. 
So this takes that away. So it's better if people are in the same room. I'm going to need y'all to stop this nonsense, man, because I'm a very much, and I, and I say this with the utmost respect when I bring up this individual's name, and I want you silly niggas to understand something when I say this. I've been saying this for years, ever since I was over there with Angry Fan and them guys. I am a Philly hip-hop artist, hip-hop, Philly hip-hop artist lover way more than Philly battle rappers. I don't, I, I, Philly battle rappers don't do it for me. Philly rappers, that hip-hop music-wise, they do it for me. I love Beanie Siegel. Let me say it again. I love Beanie Siegel. Let me say this again. I was the guy when Watch Your Throne drop with Beanie, with Kanye West and Hove drop. I was like, damn, I'd rather uh, a goddamn Beanie Siegel Hove album together than Kanye and, and this nigga. Y'all niggas knock it off with this Beanie Siegel or Watch Style Speed comment. That, that's, that is retarded. That makes no sense at all. I, I mean, come on, fam. Once again, we do we knew about Styles P before we knew about Bean Siegel. And I'm not trying to issue on Beans at all, but just for you niggas to say that Styles P would get watched by anybody, number one, is ridiculous. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm not going with the wash word. That's ridiculous. That's the best thing I think you said. For you niggas to think Styles P would get washed by anybody. That's the key word. Styles has put in enough pain, rap, hip-hop, enough hip-hop, been on enough... Co- like, what, are you saying Styles hasn't been on commercial bangers? He's been on... Yes, he has. On, How high I am he on my life? Kind of Work loss. He's been on every Acon. kind of hip-hop song you could want to be on. And he has one of... A, he has an all-time great hip-hop career. You know, he his career... And one of the most consistent days. niggas... Within the last five years, besides, and I think Sky Zoo and Styles P have been the most, two, more, two of the most consistent niggas in hip-hop, in my opinion, within the last five Styles, years. Styles, tell you this, in the last three years, from 1997 to now, Styles P has put out six albums. He's put out six <sighs> albums in the last three years, okay? Like, there's nothing, and, 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 and all of them were four mics are better. Yeah, that's simple. And I love um, beans, man, but I'm not. I'm not doing I that. Need, I, I just, need. Yeah. I need your voice of reason. It's crazy. I was talking to Mickey Facts about verses. Oh God! And I Facts. talked about Lupe Fiasco versus Cool G Rap. Okay. And Mickey Facts said that it would get ugly for Cool G Rap because he only has three ugly. to four songs that can go against Lupe Fiasco. And then his justification oh, was... See, this is when I... See, he see, saw, this he is... Saw, he, saw a, he saw a hip-hop concert with all the legends, and every legend, 20-minute set, except for Coogee Rap, he only performed in three songs. And that was Mickey Fax's justification as why Lupe Fiasco would beat Coogee Rap in a see, versus battle. See, oh, what, 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 what showed us? was that it's verses. It's not full songs. It's just verses. So my question to you, three letterman this is This is crazy, man. This is crazy. To find 20 verses in the Kooji Rap stash that could compete with Lupe Fiasco. With my eyes closed, number one. And this is why I be saying, man, I don't be liking you rap niggas' takes on hip-hop, man. I'm sorry, man. Joe Budden, I love you. Biggie Facts, you my guy. You've been up here with me and watching before. Biggie Facts, my... 
Mickey Fax. Shut up! What are you talking about? What are you talking about, Mickey Fax? What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Ill Street Blues? Um, um, is it Shame? Fast Life? Um, the, uh, the Joint of Murder Music? Kidding me, my... Yo, dogs. See, this is why I don't be like these rap. I, yo, and I love Lupe Fiasco. I, I know how much I rock with Lupe. When Lupe dropped his um album in 2018, I had that in my honorable mention. So I rock with Lupe Fiasco before you niggas try to come on my head about Lupe. I rock with Lupe. Between me and Watts, I'm more of a Lupe guy than he is. So we, I, at least one of us has given Lupe his respect. But I am not going to say that. Lupe Fiasco. And Nicky Facts, just because you've seen G-Rap do four songs, my guy, Mm-hmm. That don't mean that that's all he has in the catalog or in his repertoire or in his resume, Mickey Fax. You sound crazy. You sound bumped the f- Look, come on. Damn, G Rap? <laughs> nah, watch. We're not doing that. We're not doing Mickey that. Facts, nah. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Facts. Mickey Facts, nah. we're talking about. We're talking about the guy that Jay Z said, hearing me rhyme is like G Rap in his prime. In his well, prime. Well, guess what? I can go into that quote unquote G Rap prime and I can pull about 15 joints alone. From that era, Jay Z's talking about. Um, Mickey Facts, when we talk about Coogee Rap, we're talking about the guy that Big Pun and Fat Joe love to tell a story that when Big Pun first met G Rap, he bowed to him. He got on his of knees and did. bowed down to him. Big Dog Punisher did that. We're talking about Coogee Rap, who on, on the run? His album was on the run? Six. On the run? Wait, wait. We're t- what? We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about Fuji Rap, talking who's about? 38 Special, who's 38 Special, did an album called Son of G-Rap, and me and three put that in our top 10 albums of the year in fact. 2018. Hey, my nigga, let me ask you a question. Lupe, what are you going to play when this nigga goes to the Street Blues? What are you going to play? What do you have to overpower, overpower that? Shit, I go... She's from New York. What do you got to overpower? She, that's just me, though. What do you got to overpower that? I know, for a, yo, yo, yo. I know for a fact when Lupe was tweeting out G-Rap songs, he completely forgot about the one he did of a live album with Talk Like Sex. We're not, that, We're not doing that, man. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Those albums didn't register. On the run? Or whatever. On the run? Yeah. Nah, we're not doing that, man. We're not, we're not doing that. Nah, I'm, I'm sorry. No. No. No, it's no, no, kick, kick push. No, that's not beating your street blues. I'm sorry. It's not, not at all. G rap. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not going to be road to the bitches. No, definitely not. It's not going to be road to the bitches. It's not going to be No. No. It's not be men at work. <laughs> My nigga, it won't even be erase racism. How about this? It won't even be erase racism. How about that? How about that? You kidding me? Okay. G rap? Not not Lupe yeah, Fiasco, B. Not Lupe Fiasco. Nah, we're not doing that. That's crazy, B. Listen, I also want I, I want to see Nori and Cameron jump on this together. I think that would be dope. What do you think about Nori okay, and Cam doing a versus? I think Cam would beat him though. I think it would be dope, but I think. Cam ah. would be dope. Well, let me and ask let me you this. Why you and I both said, you and I, when we did the War Report, um, when we revisited the War Report album, we didn't say that. Nori had a mean two-and-a-half-year run, my G. No, 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 no. He had a phenomenal. Nori's 
seven to ninety nine runs was incredible. That three year run was you're right. Hold but here's the thing. It was better than camps. It was better than camps. So wait a minute. But here's where it's definitely gonna get ugly for him. Nori after the Melvin Flint album. Oh, yeah, I'm going to, Maury, I'm going yeah, to Nori. Yeah, Nori. That's when it gets dark. Yeah, Nori. That's when it gets dark. Wait a minute. He's been went to reggae tones. Yeah, you no. Know, Cam, yeah. Cam went to the streets and did the dipset mixtape. Yeah. And then went to rock. Yeah. You know, my man. Yeah. That Cam. See, Cam, Cam. That's where Cam was going to start running away from him. Like, it's going to be yeah. debatable. Because once Nori does his early stuff, Cam, you got to be very careful what songs you pick. And then, well, Nori does, once I get when Nori does parole violating this on my nigga, what? Yo, what does Cam do when he goes to parole violators' bag? What does he do? Nori got joints, though, son. He, Sometimes, some are, some are, some are. can Nori, Nori got can, joints. Cam play his, can, Cam, can Cam play his verse on Band from TV? He could, though. Yeah, he could. But why would he do that though? Cause that's Nori's joint. Though. You can't do that, can you? Playing your, your your the nigga you're going against, y'all on the same joint together. You doing your verse? It's basically, you're saying my verse is better. It's better than yours. He's saying like my verse is better than yours. Yeah, I would love that though. But I will say, but that would be a dope battle. It would because, but Nori's gonna have to understand, dude. What are you gonna do once you get to Melvin Flint and you got when you went to your reggaeton bag? So you're gonna have to get yeah, everything out of the way between. What sometimes, you, first of all, you sometimes know, though, you know he's gonna go. I'm leaving because that was a song. Hey yo, no, yes. you know this. You know that. Nigga you know that. That was one of the most. Yo, you and know sometimes. that one of the most popular songs of the first, right? That's one of the most popular songs of the first album. Um, yes, he got it was. enough it was. for the war. He got enough. To, like, remember when I said, um, when Kiss go to weirder streets, he can really put mm-hmm. Fab hurt Fab. Mm-hmm. Nori had. No, he got enough joints on the war report. He got enough oh. that can really. No, he, can, no, he can go on a bang bang though. He can go to bang bang invincible joint with um, Primo. He can go there. Who's gonna know the invincible joint? Wait, wait. Who's gonna go on there? <laughs> Remember when? And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Remember when Jadakiss went into a LOX back to back chest to chest? Oh. DJ Chaz and Peter Rosenberg said. I've never heard that before. That's that was the first time I've never heard it before. Which was like, wow. me and you bugging like, yo, my man, you're a DJ. You're a DJ for a radio yeah, station. You don't know crazy. this song. And then Peter Rosenberg, you quote unquote are Mr. Hip Hop. That's who you mm-hmm. supposedly are. Mr. Hip Hop, Juan Epstein. And you didn't, yeah. you never heard that? I really question yep. what you was listening That's to crazy. in 1998. I want to know. <laughs> what were you listening to in 1998? If you don't know, you never heard that lot freestyle. So yeah, that's kind of bugged out, um, Rosenberg. No, he got choice, though, B. No, he got no, choice. No, he does. He does. He does. He does. Cam, no, when Cam goes, when Cam goes in that come home with me bag though, and mixtape. So if Cam goes in the mixtapes and come home with me though, no, let me ask you, please, anything for me? shit like that. What this he done? He's not gonna go into the body body bag. He's not he's not gonna do that. And once again, you going too. You getting way too hip hop. Now, mind you, Jadakiss shocked because Jadakiss went into that bag. But 
that's what I'm saying. I think Kiss gave niggas the blueprint. I think Kiss gave niggas the blueprint. Do what you do, fam. Yeah, but if you going into that bag, Nori, Nori got something for that, man. Nori got something. He does. Man, I go. Any time he went into something that I thought was crazy, I just go straight to the fuck report. <laughs> that's all I do, man. I just go there and, and be like, man, you just have to beat the fuck report. That's that's what I'm. Does Cam doing. got anything for parole violators? Because yes, I know Nori smoked that shit. I don't know, man. I don't know, Cam. Just for that song. Just you for that track. Yo, you don't know if he got anything for Paul Violators? You don't think... Yo, My nigga, I like Paul Violators more than Old Boy. I like that shit more than Old Boy. Yeah, no, more than I'm any from, commercial joint that, that Cam has. Wow. I'm from you went into your just... You see, yeah, no... Ah! If, if Cam went there, if Cam went in his in that bag, on that verse... Yeah, Nori, I gotta get Cam. That's a five-mic verse by Cam. That is like one of Cam's best verses of all time. Can I go in that bag? Can yes, I see that? Of all time, Absolutely. of all Cameron's verses. Absolutely. Yeah. I would like Banks to get into this also. Impossible. Banks is way too sensitive. Way, way too sensitive. He'd read people's comments, and as soon as he has people saying he'd lose, he'd be like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that at all. No, no, no. <laughs> he would put his his music up to something Leave like that. Alone, man. Like, for example, Fab can easily handle his Jadakus walk. Despite what Hot 97 tried to give him sympathy wins, despite the fact that the Joe Podcast tried to give every ounce of power yes. they had to give to get fabulous sympathy sympathy rounds, um, no, it's not going to happen. I, I don't believe uh, Banks would would get into this ring. And I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you, man. I'm not, I don't believe I don't believe Timbo and Swizz were anybody who's not. You know, who don't got enough music. Let's say that, because I saw you two yesterday. I saw you two yesterday. You got you getting on Swiss and Timbo because Havoc is not here. But we don't know you don't know the situation between Havoc and Alchemist, because that was a conversation. I I do know I, I in my heart I know. Like I can't be convinced otherwise. I just can't be. Havoc told you he's down with it. He told you that. You interviewed how long was that interview? That interview was a month ago? How long yeah, about was two, that months ago, two months ago. Two months ago. Yeah, two months ago. Okay, how in the middle of COVID, nobody could go outside. Havoc is like, I'm with it. And you know what they was chasing? They was chasing views because they kept saying, we got 400, we got 400. You ain't getting none of that talk with the Fab Jadis. No view talk. The view talk no stops. I want That's to facts. That's Why facts. Why does the views talk That's stop? facts, though. You're right. So now, You're right. If you want to get it there, um, look, Snoop versus Buster Rhymes. You got to get people who got that 20-year-plus legacy and let them rock out. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Let me tell you something right now. Buster. Buster, I'm going to tell you this right now. Buster is very, very difficult to beat in a versus battle. Because versus... Now, now, do you think think niggas know that? Before you go in and explain your reason why, do you think the the regular hip-hop fan... Would agree with you no, on that. No, 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 I don't think they would know that because to know how great Buster is, you'd have to be listening to hip hop for the entire decade of the 90s. First, you'd have to know that. And if, you didn't, and if you're not familiar with that and what you know about Buster is Pastor Cavassier and look at me now, if that's who Buster is to you, then you will never appreciate Buster from Case of the PTA. You're just not going to respect that. You're not going to respect the yeah. first one, come on down. You know, he plays that verse, I'm going to be like, yeah, fuck it 
gonna appreciate oh, that. What about, what about Buster? What about Buster and Q-Tip? He'll wash Q-Tip, though, would he? Would, he wash, would, would Q-Tip get washed? No, no. Q-Tip won't get washed, but he would beat Q-Tip. And let me just say this about Buster. I think Buster can beat – Buster has enough verses that he can beat – Buster's strength is Buster's best verses on his guest joint. Yes, feature your Buster's so feature can, joints? Wow. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey come on. Well, he come on. Before you continue. Down? Before you continue. Before you continue. I'm going to need you niggas to stop saying that J.D. Kids beat Fab on the strength of J.D. was kept going to feature joints. I don't like that kind of stuff. That's trash. This is a goddamn versus, man. We're not doing that. I see you niggas out here trying to give Fab, um, Fab some sympathy shit. We are not doing that. But go ahead, Watson. That's a, you know you're right. That's ridiculous. Because first of all, Fab was doing his diamond on my neck. He was he was doing the stone with French Montana. Fab did a lot of his like he told Jada. Yeah, you know that guy street joints. I got him too. Yeah, you do got him, and you got washed badly. You got washed badly. And let me tell you something. It hurt so. It hurt so. Troy Ave hurt. Hot ninety seven hurt. Joe Budden podcast hurt. He could not believe how badly he got beat. But I could, because I've always known it. And dude, listen to hip-hop. You was out the pit. It wasn't the fair fight, man. You started in 01, kissed off in 06. Then fucking out the fair fight. So, now let me get back to Buster. Buster got so many feature flyer joints, man, that man. And they, and they classic joints. He'd yeah. be very difficult yeah. to beat. He'd be very difficult to beat. And I think Buster wants to do this. And I think the only person who has the longevity to go for him is Snoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see um, the timeline on Twitter. They, I, they, they, like Ross and T.I. I don't know if that's in talks, though, but I see a lot of people talking about Ross and T.I. That would be interesting to me. Um, that would be very be interesting very to me. Interesting. Because I don't know how people would judge that battle. Like, how would they judge that battle? From what, all right, the, the, the post I'm getting, right, the post that I'm getting on social media is that some people feel T.I. will win it, and then you have the people saying, y'all are acting like Ross and got joints to hang with Tip. So that's the, that's the kind of post that I'm getting when people are having that conversation a day and a half ago now. I don't think T.I. got some joints, though, B. T.I. got some joints. But I live here in South Florida, man. Ross, Ross got joints, though. Ross got joints. And Ross, Ross been you more consistent he, than T.I. within the last two to four years. Let's be clear on that. He's been way more consistent yeah, than but, T.I. But guess what? Guess what? So has Fab with his soul tape and there's no competition series against Jadakiss. That's yeah. six bodies yeah. of work. And what did yeah. that do for him? Remember, it's only 20 songs you got to go in. T.I. had a – wait a minute. What T.I. had a run in the 2000s? Was a it was ill. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> Yo, T.I.'s run is hard. Because remember now, that's when the, the merchants of the South with the East Side, um, Lil John and them, you know what I'm saying? They coming out and everything. Um, and you don't want no problem. Little Scrappy Era and all that. Um, you know, T.I. Was, was that dude, man. I'm a GZ guy, but I give T.I. his, his, his I got to give T.I. His, 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 his just do, though. And I'm, I'm always respect T.I., because he went to Houston looking for, um, he went to Texas looking for a little flip. I'm gonna always respect that nigga on that. On the strength of that, I'm gonna always respect that nigga for that. No, 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 no. He didn't go. To, he did not go to. He did not go to Texas to look for little flip. He found little flip and fought him. He found little flip and fought him. 
Now, wait a minute. You want to give him props? Give him props when he tried. Give him props when he flew out and tried to step to Mayweather when Mayweather had his whole bodyguard team out there. Yeah. And he tried to step yeah. to Mayweather. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So one thing we yeah. know about T.I. T.I. is for real, for real with him. He ain't talking yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. What's your take on that sucker academics? Um, I support I support academics. Oh boy! Academics I like highlights academics. Academics highlights hip hop. Me and you don't listen to. That's just the reality of it. He shines light on hip hop. Me and you do not listen to. So he has a lane in hip hop because of that. What lane is that? What what lane is that? Because what lane is that? Because he has a to his name, or a lane that he started his career off exploiting Chicago people killing each other. Because that had nothing to do with music. Or or are know, we celebrating the fact that or we celebrating the fact that he's good at projecting who's gonna do 100k next week. We're celebrating the fact that he has a place in hip hop. He's made a lane from hip hop, and and um and um and Meek Mill's got clowned mercilessly on Twitter last night for engaging with academic all night. They was going back and what forth. What happened last night? What did I miss? You be in the streets. You be you be on the Twitter streets at night. What would I miss? Meek and academic got into it because Meek said we cancel an academic. So Meek was like, so Academic was like, you can't cancel me. So for whatever the reason, Meek got Twitter fingers and just started going at Academic. Oh, so God. Academic made, so Academic made a video on his channel and said, you're going at me because you can't address other people. So you think I'm the evil What, Quilly? Quilly? Because he always wanted to Quilly making a diss train on him? Really? Now, let me That's ask you a question. How do you, feel, how do you feel about Quilly making a diss joint? It was all right. I thought it was all right. It wasn't terrible, but it was not. No, no, but how do you feel that Quilly is dissing? How do you feel that Quilly is dissing me? Like, why is Quilly, you know, Mr. Quilly Mm -hmm. niggas been doing this? When he raps. Because that's how he raps. That's how he raps, right? (laughs) That's how he raps. Something is going going on in the Philadelphia water because everyone's beefing with each other, even in battle rap. I see Bill Collector and my man Santos. From Philly, who I rock with heavy, my man Santos. I wish him and RJ Ping link up, but that's another story for another day. But Philly right now, they, 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 they listen, Jada Kiss always said it's the home of the Spitters, and we know these guys, they love rapping and stuff. I don't think Meek is going to respond to Quilly. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Like, that don't even make no sense. You know what I mean? He's I'm not going to salute academics he's at all, but let, I'm going to say, say this, though. I'm he does have people like Freddie Gibbs, and he has Meek Mill. He has those guys to have it. People know who academics is. Let's be clear. They like they know who he is. We can't hide. We can't hide not that only, at all. Not only do they know who he is, the man does a, a daily hip hop show. He he does a daily hip hop show. And are, are we making? Which he doesn't up? know nothing. He talks away. Well, guess what? Well, let me take care of him, sir. Let me ask you this. I find it ironic that he was caping for Young Jeezy, and did not know that Young Jeezy dropped that project this year. But he does a hip hop show. His co-host, Wayno, who, yes, we have shitted on before, but I got to give Wayno his just respect. He had to inform academics. Hey, yo, why, are you, why, are you giving Wayno, why are you giving Wayno respect? I'm going to tell you why. You, you got to check his co-host in the sense of your fam. 
you're out here caping for Young Jeezy, but did not know Young Jeezy dropped an album and shit. You sound stupid. You sound you sound like you riding for Jeezy, academics. But you didn't know that man had dropped an album that, this year. Even if you don't like Jeezy no more, you talking about you're writing that Jeezy this, Jeezy that, but did not know that man dropped a project. That's ridiculous to me. That's disgusting. I don't call so what is your take? You you believe you believe academics shouldn't be a part of hip hop? Meek wants him canceled. So do you agree with that? I don't believe I don't do the cancel culture thing, man. I, I just sign up to that. I just the cancel culture thing. I mean, if that's the case. We mean you've been doing that since the '80s. Like, I mean, come on. I'm not here to cancel niggas out. I just don't think I don't look at academics as a hip hop head. I just don't. I really don't know how he got here. It's like when Big Daddy came in the album, how he got a record deal. How did you get a mouth to be talk about hip hop? How are you a mouth of hip hop? Who who, like, for who, real, who, how? who got that? Who who got that? How you get a record deal reference from Kane? Who 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 got that on the show? Any of our old heads got that? Because by the way, they I bought that album. Did. You know, I bought that album, right? Yeah, I bought that album. Like I with the quick, that is Cinderella Joint. With that is Cinderella Joint. You know, yo, you know what's crazy about Kane? Kane dropped an album faithfully into the mid nineties. Like he never, yes. like he kept it going, man. Like he. He kept it going. Yeah, we're not doing that. So I see you trying to you trying you trying to cape on here. I see Kane. You trying to get Kane's flowers after after his '89 album. Look at it. Taste the chocolate from the darkness. I will never ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. When Jay Z opened the Barclays Center, and it was a big deal about opening the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Who was the only MC he brought out with him that he said, "I can't open up Brooklyn if I don't bring this guy out." Kane. Why? Chuck Rock is from I, Brooklyn. Why not Chuck Rock? But I, I do believe Jay looked look up to Kane. I do believe Jay Z looked up to Kane. I, I do believe that. Like everybody else did. If you're a rapper in the 80s, in that era, you looked up to Kane. That's just what it is. It's Kane, Rock, Kim, KRS, and G Rap. Even though, um, um, what's that guy's name? Fat Man Scoop. I'm going to need you to put more respect on KRS's name because when you're out here talking about, oh, your favorite MCs of all time is G Rap, Kane, and Slick Rick, and you act like, them the only niggas in the 80s. Are you careless one of the All those niggas. Let me tell you this. Are you crazy? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You're not serious if you put Slick Rick over KRS one. At all. And I know people I know people don't understand how I'm saying that with with my chest out, but I'm saying it with my chest out. My you man, not I don't have Slick Rick over Guru. If you put Slick Rick over K oh, I'm just talking, I'm just crazy. I don't about, have, um, okay. Karis, all right. I'm just talking about Fatman Scoop. And listen, that's why I'm glad you checked him on it. And then he kept trying yeah, to say, just... look, this is my list, and, and this is how I personally feel. You see, I don't let people get away with that. My man, you're not going to get away with having Karis one under Slick Rick. I'm not letting you get that. Acting I'm like Karis not... one's a second-class citizen in hip-hop. We're not doing that, um, Fatman Scoop. Come on, B. We're not doing that. No. Ask 50 Cent. Ask 50 Cent who's favorite rapper is in the 80s. He'll tell you. He'll tell you, it's Karis one. He always says that. Always, always let that be known. Like that ass, you know what I'm saying? But I just don't believe in academics. Watch, I just don't like the. I don't, listen, he does have people paying attention to him. He does have the big rappers talking to him. Also, I'm not gonna lie, they do respond. Freddie Gibbs is going on the manhunt with him. Um, he recently got suspended for a couple of days. I mean, 
52. I mean, they were on vacation anyway, I believe. So do you like remember when, him. Do you remember the complex? It is what it is. Do you remember the complex tried to give Peter Rosenberg a late night hip hop talk show? Yes, I do remember that. Remember that flopped, huh? And and what ha- and what happened to it? Flop City. How is academics still navigating these streets? How is academics still navigating these hip hop streets? Streets. Yeah. I, I, no, I'm asking you. How? 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 The man gets 200k a day watching his daily hip hop show on Complex. Are you asking why he is having a Charlemagne yet? Is that what you're asking me? What do you mean? What do you mean Charlemagne? Like somebody what does that mean? Remember Charlemagne? Remember when somebody ran up on Charlemagne? Outside, they snuffed him? Outside? Oh, no. no, no, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about oh. that he has a place in hip-hop, meaning clearly... Well, I think he has a place in hip-hop because he was talking about Chicago murderers, and he was, like, in the height of all that Chicago thing with little JoJo and um, so Rondo Number 9 gonna, so and those brothers. Where, you know what I mean? So this is where I'm going to... What about people... What about people who don't know that and they only know him from everyday struggle? Like y'all keep going back to Chicago stuff, but yeah, but, it's, yeah, but that was that's, not, that's like five years ago. Yeah, but five years no, but ago, I, I didn't know. I think I, you think you think people know academics complex only. Yes, yes, I think that people only know him from wow. Complex. I think they know him from Twitch and his YouTube page first. Yeah, what, what, but who? Oh, so you on Twitch? You playing with the gamers? Not at all, but that's what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> 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 no, my G. But that's where the nigga be doing this shit at. That's when he was drunk, talking crazy. And that's another problem I have with him, Watts. He's already let us know he's not a street guy. He's let it, and that's cool. You don't have. I don't. I don't want nobody getting mixed up, mixed up, young people. That you have to live by the street ethics. You don't at all. The streets are a myth if you want to go there. Shout out Troy Ave. Hey, I'll get on Troy Ave in a minute. Remember, I got some words for Troy Ave. Um, but academics, if you're not a tough guy, you're admitting that you're not, you don't live that kind of life. Why do you talk like you, you about that life though? Why does he talk like he's about that life? Like, I want to see academics have that same type of talks in front of Freddie Gibbs. I want to hear him talk like that in front of Meek Mill's face. If he's built like that, he won't do that. So, but I don't believe in the cancel culture because they're not going to, can't cancel that man out. Let's be real. People are going to listen. He has a big fan base. We have 2 million subscribers on YouTube. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to give him respect on that. But he's a whack-ass Jamaican nigga out here. But that's, it is what it is, man. Um, have you watched Troy Ave's podcast at all, sir? Yes, I have. What's your take on Troy Ave's podcast? What's your take on Troy Ave, period? Were you, into, were you like me back in 2013, I believe, when I said New York City, the album, is one of the best albums, and I like it better than Wait for a Watch, Magna Carta. Good. Speaking of Magna Carta, do you want to celebrate oh, that God. this is the release no, of Magna Carta? Do you want to celebrate I'm that? I'm not. I'm Gucci off that. Now, good. You guys can have the Jay-Z, we, I love whole. We can do it. The worst Carter, album of all time. Three mics. We can do <laughs> we can do a Magna Carta album like we did now. It's the anniversary. I will do it, but, but um, it will be the worst for you so ever, me, because me, I'll tell you, I tell hate you every song on it. Let me tell you how I feel about Troy Ave. I have never, ever liked Troy Ave a day in my life as an MC, as a rhymer, ever. I used to get into it with Rob Markman in the Twitter days. We was like, yo, just give my man a chance. Just give my man a chance. Listen to this. Listen to this. I hit him back. I said, I'm sorry. This guy does not do it for me at all. Then he had a horrible, 
Let me say he had a horrible social media personality. Yes, he did. And interviews and interviews. His interviews were terrible. Was just like I I could not get with him. So now he has a a podcast. And let me just say, I've been tuning in because I really want to hear what he say because he's beefing with people. That's why I like to hear him. He always talks about Charlemagne. He always talks about Joe Biden. So I always want to hear what he got to say because he is mad at him for some reason. Like he's really mad at him. He always got something to say about stuff. So I've been checking in to see what he got to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's, I don't know, man. He give me these, it's funny for a guy that always gets on people and say weirdos and people are weirdos and calling Kendrick weirdo and everything like that. And he moves like a weirdo to me. He has like real weirdo vibes. Yo, you know what? He did not survive that Kendrick. When he tried to diss Kendrick, my man, no one got to fly. Nobody let that fly. Like, when he said that, dude, it was like, my man, it's not coming from you. you No. It's not going to fly. It's not going to fly, Trey. I don't even know if Kendrick has to acknowledge your existence. I'm in the air. I don't hear corny raps. Like, Like, come on, man. That's a fact. Come on. That is a super fact. You do not have to hear corny raps. But Troy Abs just, I don't know, son. He just rubs me the wrong way, man. There's certain things he'd be saying. I'd be like, Trey, you sound crazy, man. And there's something else I wanted to talk about. Jesus, man. Ah, there's something else I wanted to talk well, about. Well, 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 let me tell you something I wanted to talk about. Snoop Dogg recently shot a video with Kanye West and okay. Dr. Dre in the studio. And right. a lot of people Let's were talk getting about it. at Snoop. A lot of people were getting at Snoop because Snoop was like, F Kanye, he a Trump supporter. I ain't rocking with him no more. And then everybody was like, damn, Snoop, you acting like you a big fanboy of Kanye West. Mm-hmm. You all in the, mm-hmm. in the studio with Kanye West. He's in here with Dr. Dre. And you acting all giddy. Uh, so, people thought Snoop forgot. Oh, no. Hey, Snoop, you forgot. You, you thought people forgot, huh, brother? That's what it is. Watch, he thought people forgot, but it didn't forget. Sorry. This, the meet, um, to, the Twitter streets, they don't forget shit. They don't forget. So that's one thing. Now, the second thing is, Kanye West, as a producer in hip-hop, in my humble opinion, does not have to take a back seat to anybody. And, and here's why I'm going to say that. He has a solidified, on-record, 20-year career. When you have a 20-year career in anything, like, mm-hmm. like, what are we doing here? Vince Carter has a 20-year so career. Are you saying, so let me ask you this. Career. Are you saying that when Marley Maul, Dre, Havoc, RZA, Primo, P-Rock, all these brothers, Daz, Dylan, all these brothers, that Kanye could be like, hey, nigga, uh, make room for me? Can I get a seat? Excuse me, Daz. He can do more than that. Kanye's the one. He can Kanye's mush the one. Can he mush niggas? Kanye's the one. Kanye's the one who calls them up, and they run to collaborate with him, like P. Rock did, like the Rizzo did. Kanye put that call in for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and all of a sudden, they had made sure they had time for the Kanye collaboration, because they did. And this was ten years ago when Kanye had that kind right. of status. So now we're. Billionaire Kanye later. Forbes yeah. magazine says he's a billionaire. 
Now we're on that status, Kanye West. Kanye West musically does not have to take no backseat to Dr. Dre. Why? No, no, no. I like Dre more than Kanye. As musical peers who respect each other, respect each other's craft, respect what each has contributed to the culture. Dre is the soundtrack for the late 80s to the 90s, up until the early 2000s with Eminem. I know people want to give him Kendrick. Y'all really want to give him Kendrick. And the way y'all Euro-stepping him with game oh, is God, unforgivable. The way <laughs> Wait I a minute. Why do you Euro-step game when you talk Dre and go straight to Kendrick when Dre did more with game? Explain that to me. Let me hear that right quick. I just feel like, remember now, they, I always felt like they passed the baton to Kendrick more than they did the game. The West Coast. I could be wrong, West Coast cats. You let me know. I felt watching from afar and watching on the internet and how these streets move in hip-hop, period, that the baton was kind of passed to Kendrick more than game. Okay. Even though game has been very very consistent. How do you you roast up the documentary? How do you act like he did give I give give more credence with Dre and game as a tandem than I give Dre and, and Kendrick. Well, it, well, well, man, it's just, other people disagree with you because they run straight to 50 and then go straight to Kendrick, which really threw me off when I heard that. Um, 50 and Trey, but, but, but let me say this. Um, Kanye and Dre in the studio, what does that mean to you? I heard about it. Yeah, I've seen people talking about it. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't want to gas it. But I don't want to euro step over euro step over it either, and I don't want to downplay it either. So I'm stuck in the middle. I was like, I don't want to get gassed, but I can't act like this is not happening. And I'm I'm glad it's happening. Let me just throw it out there first. I'm happy it's happening. If if I can answer that question in a sense, like I'm to hear that Kanye West and Dr. Dre are in the booth together. I mean, that's just a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? That's like equivalent for me if you told me Rock and Havoc was was working out tomorrow, and I would love that, but Shout out to Havoc and Mega Man also dropping the project. But do you respect? Okay, don't 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 try to slide that in. Havoc <laughs> and Mega Man dropping an album together means everything to me. Now now let I me be that. clear. If I am the only person on earth who buys that album or gets that album, I will be very <laughs> happy. I will be extremely happy. You're basically taking one of my favorite producers of the 90s and one of my favorite rappers of the 90s, and they're doing a, a project together. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to really dive into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like I'm, I'm happy to hear that. So, um, What do you take on R.J. Payne and Ransom? The Boogeyman versus Leatherface. We've seen Benny Man, the Butcher and Leatherface versus Butcher when, you know, so now you got the boogeyman. Let, 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 let me say this. That is the kind of hip-hop that makes me happy. Like, if you just say, what kind of hip-hop makes you happy in 2020? That's the kind of hip-hop. I, that's the kind of hip-hop I want to listen to more than any kind of hip-hop. If you just give me that kind of hip-hop, every song is just two super LMCs rapping back-to-back, that's, that's what I want to hear, and I'm happy. You don't got to give me introspection. You don't got to give me storytelling. Mm-hmm. You just give me get busy on the mic. 
dope, dope song. I'm, I'm, I'm really going looking here. forward to the Arthur King Project. Uh, I'm going here. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all if these two brothers do a full project together. Again and again. Like, we'll Agreed. see them doing more projects together. Agreed. As a I, think, I think if the feed, I think if the feedback, I think if the feedback is there, like, you know, uh, RJ Payne drops his project, you hear his collabo. But let me tell you something. I thought, <laughs> I thought Special Ransom, every time they rap together, is dope. You know what I'm saying? But then again, uh, I like Pain and Ran a little bit, though. That Pain and Ran is like, I like 30 Special Fred the Gossam more. As a tandem. All I prefer to so the point the point the point I was making was that I think thirty eight special with anybody works. Like how does thirty eight special sound with Benny? Sounds great. How does thirty eight special yes, sound with Shane North? Sounds great. How does thirty eight yep. special sound with Fred the Gosson? Great. That's the so the point yep. I'm making is Fred I mean the point I'm making is thirty eight special sounds great when he does collaborative projects. That's all I'm saying. Hey Ransom, with all due respect, my guy. RJ Payne might have got you. Yeah. So I got some, I had to sneak that in there. Yeah. Sorry, man. Well, let me just say this. They did three songs. So let's see. Ransom, Payne got you. He went second and just went him. You know what I'm saying? He got you in that verse. But listen, when you rapping with dope MC, somebody got to get somebody, especially when y'all both um, that nice dude. Time out. I think Payne got Benny also. On, on Butch Jimmy's other face. Yes, he did. I do. Do you think Payne got Conway? Did Payne get Conway? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So Payne getting people out of the paint. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And let me give no, this no, man no. his respect too, man. What's his brother named Stove Cook God? What's his name? The Stove Cook God? Stove God. What's his brother's Cook. name? Stove God Cook. Pardon me. Dogs, I, I've been hearing your name for a while. You know, they've been telling me for a while, listen to you. And I did listen to the Reasonable Doubt Project you did a couple months ago. Shame on me, I didn't give it much respect that I should have. But I got to say, man, on this West Side Gun Project, my guy, West Side Gun, I'm going to do a deep dive into your project, brother. But this project is way better. And I'm going to say this, way better than Fly Guard number one. I'm going to be real, by far. It's not even if ants, or buts about that, brother. You know what I'm saying? And keep that brother close to you West, on West Side Gun. For real. Please do that. I like Boldy James and all that, but his brother here be rapping, man. That Grammy voice and all that. He be rapping. You know what I'm saying? And Benny, I got to say this also, man. I love you, my guy. I don't know if I can get it and see other other guys you have in your crew, brother. I, I, I try. I try, man. I just try. No, no, no. When the album comes out, wait a minute. When the album comes out, let's deep dive it. Let's let's listen to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Listen, did we not get Buster when he put out Flip Mode Squad? Did we not listen to the album with Baby Shams and Lord Have Mercy? And Rampage? <laughs> Rampage. Not, not give, come up. Did we not listen to that album? So, yeah, man, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, at least, and listen to the album. Right. Rampage had my one of my Rampage when I had one of my favorite joints for him was what was um Wild for the Night though. I used to love Wild for the Night. That was my joint. <laughs> I love Wild for the Night. Buster I couldn't home. get into Baby Sham. Yeah. I couldn't get into Baby Sham and I did not I know you niggas try to give Lord have mercy, try to say he was gonna be that next dude. Y'all y'all really try to give cats the next dude bag. Who are some dudes they trying to put in the next dude bags? Red Cafe's one of them. Y'all tried with him. 
Shine. Shine was next. It's not. It's not a debate if Shine. Was next. Uh, Shine was next. I don't know if Shine was next, man. No, you got to make sure you Shine one day, man. Did you have a problem? I didn't love it. I didn't love it like the culture did. I didn't love it like the culture did. No, 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 no. I don't know if the culture loved it. I'm telling you, I loved it. No, the culture loved, loved that when when Shine dropped. I'm telling the culture you, loved me it. and Pusha T, me and Pusha T loved you, it. You and Pusha T. So yeah, just you and Pusha T, that's it. Love that's it. Yeah. Just you and Pusha T, Just you two niggas. Okay, right. This is where a rapper's opinion counts. Me and Pusha T love oh, that. Oh, nice. I'm glad counted on this time go around. That Pusha T's. Letting it be known as Shine's debut album. I didn't think it was classic like niggas thought it was. I didn't like that. Black Rob too. Y'all, y'all acting like Black Rob, Source Kid, and Mad Mikes, which I was shocked. Rob, a friggin' high review. And I know people love you, Rob, but I'm more of a G Dep guy. That was my guy. G Dep. Love that. Love G Dep. Bye bye. That was my guy. You know what I mean? Ain't gonna hold you though, man. Uh, why take us home, my G? PSA Hip Hop, the home of Mr. Man, the acrobat. PSA Hip Hop, the home of Mr. Who? Man. Who's that? Uh, rapper in the Bush Babies, Mr. Man. <laughs> oh my God! Really? That's the bag you went into? Damn, remember me? I love your Bush Babies. I put the Bush Babies, the Boogie Monsters, in the same class. When you put them in there, cellar dwellers, blase, blase. You know who Mr. Man is, guy? the guy with the goggles? He's the guy with the goggles and the dreads. Yeah. Yeah. Were you, were you, you a, say hip hop, you were with Mr. Man. Mr. Man. Because I know you like that song yeah. a lot. I know, remember, we, is a, is a song you really enjoyed. Yes. 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 PSA hip hop, Mr. Man, the acrobat. Mr. Man, the acrobat. All right. Man, that's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Fuck with your boys, man. Little vibes already. One!